This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, good afternoon. 420 on Calgary Today on News Talk 770. I'm Jody Hughes in for Angela Cocott. Day one this morning of Gord Gillies uh, in the morning. We'll be hearing a little something that happened on Gord's show coming up uh, just after the 430 news. Obviously, I am certain you must have heard about the story that happened in Charlottesville this weekend. An absolute tragedy. Uh, and hearing all kinds of uh, backlash from this and response from President Trump, from uh, folks on our side of the border. And I wanted to bring into the program Barbara Perry. She is a University of Ontario Institute of Technology professor. Uh, good afternoon, Barbara. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Jody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know that these kinds of actions can sometimes seem almost... Surreal is the wrong word, but on our side of the border, I feel like sometimes we feel like we are immune to this type of hatred. Uh, you are a, a, you study hate crimes. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think with regards to Canada. Are we at risk for something similar to this happening? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that, um, you know, sort of uh, we lost our innocence in in January uh, when the uh, Quebec City shootings happened. Um, I think that was a wake-up call for us that uh, these sorts of things do happen, can happen in the Canadian context. Um, and so in terms of these demonstrations and the potential for violence, um, already we're seeing uh, a couple of planned demonstrations for Toronto in the coming weeks. I suspect they're planning some in Calgary and Edmonton uh, as well. And, and Vancouver and across the uh, the country here, so um, it's as if the uh, the Charlottesville um, incident and and uh, the murder there, but especially just the demonstration uh, at large, was um, a, a call to arms uh, in some respects. As David Duke said, scarily enough, um, that this was a turning point for the uh, the far right movement. It's interesting because I feel like we're in this real juxtaposition here. On the one hand, like you said, uh, we are aware that we are no longer insulated from this violence, if ever we were insulated Mm -hmm. from it. Uh, You know, social media is so prevalent. We hear of incidents even in our own cities so quickly. There's that immediacy. But on the other hand, I think that we love to feel like we are in this protected bubble, that that kind of racial, that heightened racial tension or, or hatred based on religion just doesn't seem to happen here. Why do you think that we feel that way in Canada as a whole? Yeah, we are we are a little smug about that, aren't we? Um, we do tend to deny, I think, our own complicity in these sorts of patterns. And I think that you know the last uh, uh, Harper administration and certainly the uh, the last election put lie to that, where we saw um, for the first time in my memory, um, you know, much more anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim sta- uh, sentiment than I'd ever seen in a federal election. Uh, and I think that that was sort of um, laying the foundation, laying the groundwork then for Trump's messaging uh, to gain traction here. And, and there are other indicators as well. If you look at opinion polls over the past few decades, a uh, couple of decades even, um, there's a consistency there in terms of, you know, pretty solid minority, 25-30% who are hostile to immigration, who are distrustful of Muslims, uh, distrustful of Jews, for example, um, you know, hold these stereotypes about, you know, marginalized communities. So there is that, that underlying sentiment that was, I think, ready to be tapped into. 
Do you think that it's heightened or do you think that it is something that uh, maybe people are a little more open to sharing their opinions as they hide behind these keyboards? It's certainly uh, more heightened, and it's not just people, and that, I think that's the difference. It's not just people hiding behind their keyboards anymore. Um, there are more people on their keyboards. Uh, mm-hmm. There's much more activity online and social media platforms and, and uh, uh, venues associated with these groups, but we're also seeing them much bolder uh, and much more evident and blatant uh, offline as well in terms of small demonstrations that we've seen so far across the country, uh, the ones planned for the next few weeks that they, they plan for them be larger. Um, but also, if you think about the street patrols of groups like the Sons of Odin, Odin and Soldiers of Odin, uh, you know, they're, they're in neighborhoods uh, surveying especially those that they perceive as a threat, um, those that are predominantly uh, Muslim uh, neighborhoods especially. And so, you know, they are very much in our face uh, with their, their hate and their vitriol now. Now, finally, Barbara, is there something we can do as a whole? Is there something that, you know, here I am sitting in my home in Calgary. What can I do to ensure we don't run into these situations? Well, I think what we're seeing in the States uh, and and even in Canada are sort of counter-demonstrations. So we're seeing rallies across the country, uh, people standing in solidarity. And I think that, that the louder we can share that message uh, and remind ourselves and remind those uh, in the hate, the hate movement, the far-right movement, that there are more people who stand against them uh, than there are that stand with them. And I think that that's a really important antidote. I think you're right. Barbara, thank you so much for your time and your insight this afternoon. Thank you so much. That's Barbara Perry. She is a University of Ontario professor studying hate crimes. It is 426. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.